0: Podcast. I don't need a podcast. I need pictures of Spider-Man.
1: Welcome to another episode of Spider Crimes. Be sure to check us out on the Twitter and the Facebook, and don't forget to check us out on WordPress, where you can find tons of more hilarious shit. But until then, buckle up because you're listening to Spider Crimes.
2: Tenth episode extravaganza. Whoop
1: whoop. Mm-hmm. You know, I never thought we'd make it this far. Ten thousand <laughs> years of Spider Crimes. <laughs>
2: spider crimes spider crimes reading comic books all the time are they good you decide when you listen to spider crimes hey there where these are the spider crimes
1: how are we doing today gentlemen i'm just dandy just dandy that's what i like to hear
0: i'm dandy you're not dandy you're maddie Oh,
1: Boo. today is terrible. Monday, March 21st, which means we are four days away from seeing Batman v. Superman. Uh, Matt, yeah. when are you seeing it?
2: I think I'm seeing it about an hour before you.
1: Weird. It's so strange how time travel works, man. Yeah,
2: because because um, I'm seeing it at midnight, but you're seeing it at what, nine? Nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'll be in the theater an hour before you. The best part is, I, and I didn't even realize this until earlier today, but it's assigned seats, so I don't even have to go early. That's great. I can go at like 11.45 and be fine.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Man, these Brits figured everything out. Seriously, ah. America's cinematic system is just fucked up.
2: I would, I really wish that they would do assigned seats, even just in some theaters. I would so go for it.
1: Yeah, but I also like getting to the movie thing. Like, I got to... Force Awakens like three hours early. Like I wasn't even the first one there. Mm. Yeah, I kind of like that. But anyway, you guys been reading any comic books?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. New Iron Man series came out last week.
2: Yeah, I haven't read the first issue yet, but I have it.
1: I wasn't crazy on it. I gave it a very gracious three out of five when I reviewed it. Oh, it's interesting. You should read it. We can talk about it. But anyway, we're I'm here to talking about some I... other comics. <laughs> All right, um, Matt. You want to start us off? Tell us your spider crime for the week. Oh boy,
2: yeah. This one's a doozy. I'm just going to warn you guys. It's it's going to be weird. This is this might be the weirdest one I've told it. It's also four Brilliant. issues. Um, <laughs> so this is Marvel Team Up numbers 41 to 44. So issue number 41 starts out. Scarlet Witch is walking through a corridor. We don't know where. But she's being, like, summoned by an unknown voice, and, like, we actually go back. It was, like, a flashback to Avengers Tower, and she's there, and, like, there's a voice that's, like, come to this thing or whatever, and she's she doesn't know what it is, but it's, like, taking her over, and she, like, tells off the vision, and he's, like, hey, that's not nice. Uh- <laughs> 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 and so she, like, takes the... Quinjet to this place and uh, So then she rounds a corner and starts Freaking out but we don't see what's Causing her to freak out and she like Shoots this beam and then passes out And like we see She's like laying on the ground unconscious And there's these two feet and they're like wearing Pilgrim shoes like buckles And uh, there's like A voice talking about how she's guilty of Witchcraft Um, Oh
0: (laughs) That's cool
2: so then we got to Spider-Man swinging around New York, just having a good time. And the that ball. the beam that the Scarlet Witch just shot, like starts coming after him and he's like trying to avoid it and it's following him everywhere. So he tries like webbing it up and, and then it just disintegrates the web. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like freaking out and then it hits him and just, he vanishes. And then he reappears at this corridor where the Scarlet Witch is. And, uh, so we find out who the guy who was talking, it's this guy called Mather and he starts like yelling at Spider-Man and Spider-Man's like, Hey, why is the Scarlet Witch unconscious? And Mather holds up a wooden cross and it starts shooting flames.
1: Oh my God.
2: (laughs) At Spider-Man. And so then he shoots it at the Scarlet Witch and she gets possessed and starts attacking Spider-Man, but she like doesn't want to. (laughs) I don't know but uh, then they like bury Spider-Man under all these rocks because they like destroy the place and at some point I can't remember when it's revealed that they're at Doom's castle Uh, so they take his time machine Uh, so Spider-Man's buried under all these rocks and the Scarlet Witch and Mather uh, take the time machine away they're they're gone and then Spider-Man wakes up and like gets out of all these rocks and he were, he's like, I, I took American history, and I remember the name Cotton Mather. And he's a guy who was involved in the Salem Witch Riots of 1692. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes over to the time machine, and sure enough, the date that they left for was 1692. So oh, he wow. follows them there. <laughs> and uh, when he gets there, he finds himself in Salem, and the Scarlet Witch is tied up to be burned at the stake. And, like, Mather's leading the charge. This is great. Uh, yeah, it's 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 wonderful, uh, and people start like stoning her. Oh my God! Wow! Yeah, it's nuts. And one guy like hits her in the face, and she's like, "I'm too weak to cast a hex." But then like, Mather like raises his hand to hit her, and then you see a hand grab it, and it zooms out, and it's the vision.
1: Mm. Oh, my hero! Wanda's hero, I guess.
2: Now I, I I'm trying to think. I still don't think it ever explains how he got there
1: doesn't need to. He's there, <laughs> yeah, dude. What are you, what are you questioning?
2: It's, it's time travel. Okay. But then so um, he's like, don't mess with my wife. I'll mess your business up. And Spider-Man reveals himself. And then, like, that's the end of the first issue. Um, so the issue two or 42 starts, and now they're all pissed. Both, like, the heroes on this stage and the Salem people. And so the Salem people start stoning them and they, the one guy hits the Vision, and the Scarlet Witch hexes the guy, so locusts swarm him.
0: <laughs> and so,
2: like, to freak out the people even more, Spider-Man's like, that was probably not a good choice when these people are accusing you of witchcraft. <laughs> um, but uh, so then the Vision starts freaking out and messing people up. Like, he, like, forgets that they're just people. Uh, so Spider-Man, like, tries to stop him but gets knocked out somehow. And I don't get why because, like, I feel like his spider sense would stop him from from that happening. Yeah. But whatever. So someone shoots Wanda with a gun. Oh, my God. And, like, it just grazes her head. But, like, it knocks, it knocks her out. And then the Vision gets really pissed because he thinks she's dead. Um, but then Mather comes back with his cross and he shoots the Vision. So now everyone's unconscious.
1: <laughs> how does that take out the vision if it, you said it's just fire it shoots
2: i don't i don't know it's like a beam but uh fair enough mm-hmm. so everyone's unconscious and they wake up in jail being tended to by none other than john proctor from the crucible
0: uh, oh but john proctor was a real person
1: yeah i know but
2: but, but it's yeah him. and then he like spider-man wakes up first and john proctor is just talking to him and he tells him the plot of the crucible it takes like <laughs> eight pages <laughs> it's just, so i'm not gonna i'm assuming people know the crucible but if they don't basically like this you know what the salem witch trials are and that's pretty much all it is mm-hmm. um so uh he asks spider-man to pray with him and spider-man's like pray maybe some other time <laughs> and then just like breaks his chains off the wall And so then he breaks out the Vision, and the Vision tends to Wanda, because she's still, like, out. And then so Spider-Man goes to, like, survey the area, and he breaks down the door and attacks, like, the prison guard. And then uh, he and the Vision go off into the woods, where they find Mather talking to this big guy on a black horse, and you can't see his face. So they attack him. But then guess who shows up? I'm going to
0: give you any guess. Um... Kitty Proctor, no Abigail Williams. <laughs>
2: it's not a Chris book. Ca- it's a Marvel. Daniel candy.
1: Day <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> uh, ma- who is he? All right, I don't know.
2: It's Doctor Doom, full. Oh, <laughs> they were
0: at Doom's castle. That's <laughs> right. Damn it. Yeah. But
2: like the he he literally introduces himself as Doctor Doom, comma full.
1: <laughs> it, it,
2: it just kills me. So that's the end of issue two. Okay. Um. Okay, so issue three. So now Dr. Doom, Spider Man, and The Vision are all about to fight this guy who we've now started calling the Dark Rider. And, like, Doom basically, like, Mather tries to attack Doom, and Doom's just like, goodbye, and, like, throws him away. (laughs) (laughs) So now they're fighting the Dark Rider, and Wanda shows up, and she's, like, still weak, but she's there to help. And they're attacking the Rider, but he's just absorbing their power and getting bigger and bigger. And, like, at one point, he, like, takes off his hat and he has, like, a, he's, like, bald but with this crazy mohawk. This is really weird. But uh, <laughs> then then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it cuts back to Salem where John Proctor's now on trial. And um, I don't really understand this, but, like, visions appear. And it's, like, I guess it's, like, what happens in The Crucible. So people think, like, he's causing these visions, but... I don't. I don't really know whether or not they're actually there, but there's like angels flying. Like, I don't know. It's it's bizarre. That's but then so it, weird. Yeah, it's like yeah, in the dude. middle of the book. It really cuts the action. But then we cut back, and uh, the rider knocks everybody else out. So so it's all hope looks lost, and that's the end of the third issue. Mm-hmm. So here we go, grand finale issue forty four. Um, we're in the present now, and do you guys know who Moon Dragon is?
1: I've heard the name.
2: Yeah, she's I guess was an Avenger in like the seventies, but I don't really know anything about her, but she's bald. Um and so she's like standing on the roof of the Avengers Tower and there's this crazy thunderstorm brewing and Iron Man comes up and he's like, Hey, what's up? And she's like, I don't know, something's happening, it's hurting my brain And then yeah. so she <laughs> She goes into her room and then the same fireball thing that like chased Spider Man at the beginning is there and it just hits her and so she gets sent back to the past and she shows up and well she, when she, when she's greeted with is Spider-Man, the Vision and the Scarlet Witch all unconscious on this like table and Doctor Doom's in this bubble and like the this Dark Rider is like absorbing their power or something. I don't know. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> uh then so so she attacks the rider and then like everyone else wakes up and they like free Doom. And they all attack the. Ride. It's honestly just really confusing. I don't. Really, I rem- I read this on a plane, and I it all blended together. So they attack the the rider, and like somehow, even though he was absorbing their power before, when Moon Dragon attacks him, that doesn't happen, and they kill him. He like, oh. tur- he just disintegrates or whatever. So he's dead, and like Mathers all sad because he's like my master, and then uh, so they're like, all right, I guess we got to go back to the present, and and Doom is like, psh, I have time travel technology built into my armor and just disappears. Oh, my God. <laughs> so then Vision, Moondragon, and the Scarlet Witch all like go back to the machine that they took to get there. And they're like, Spider-Man, aren't you coming? And he's like, no, I got to go make sure John Proctor gets off okay. And so he he's like, just send the machine back. They're like, all right. And they leave. So Spider-Man swings back to the city of Salem And he's like, the fighting took too long, and (laughs) I shouldn't be laughing at this because it's like really dark. But the last panel is just, you know, I'm gonna, I gotta pull it up. It's just Spider Man, sadly walking away because everyone got hanged.
1: Oh my god!
2: (laughs) And he's like, dark man. Yeah, he's like, curse you, Dark Rider. The fighting took too long. It, it, it's nuts, and that's and that's it. That's the here's the panel.
1: Holy shit!
0: Wow. I mean, <laughs> I've read the uh, Crucible. Yeah, that oh. is dark,
1: especially is. for classic Spider-Man. Wow. But I'm gonna go ahead and say this right off the bat. I don't think it's a spider crime. Me either. I think that's a really cool story. I love uh, it. Oh, I think it's an absolute spider crime. You do? <laughs> Why? Oh.
2: It's terrible. It, the plot doesn't make any sense.
1: Okay, but think about like okay, I get that like some parts don't maybe don't make sense, but like back then, like trying to tell all these crazy stories, like it's something cool. Yeah. Like they crossed over with the Crucible of all things.
0: With Doctor Doom. Yeah. And Moon Dragon.
1: <laughs> I don't even know who that is, but she sounds cool.
2: <laughs> well, okay, fine. Maybe it's not a spider. I thought you guys were going to definitely say it was a spider crime because of how goofy nah, it dude, was. I love nah, that dude. Kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that's like that's ballsy, man. Dude, that's my that's my kind of thing. <laughs> All right, whatever. Then I you're, guess it's you're, you're, not. because sci stuff. <laughs> I guess that's, that's two out of three. That's two against and yeah. one for. Well, yeah. the audience will decide. The audience will decide. All different right, different yeah. Um, Let Dan, us know what you think, I, think on Twitter. Yeah, on <laughs> spider Kind. Thank you for that, Matthew. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you're welcome. Okay, so as
0: like the last episode before Man of Steel, you know, we're doing this whole build-up to Batman versus Superman uh, kind of stories. So I did that Superman serial, and I thought, why don't I be equal and watch a Batman serial? So I watched the first episode of the 1943 Batman serial. It's called The Electric uh, Brain, or Electrical Brain. And then five minutes in, it becomes anti-Japanese propaganda. Oh, good. As does all 1940 superhero (laughs) media. And I, it was just so boring. Batman doesn't show up until the last two minutes, and he gets thrown off a building. It's a cliffhanger, so I just wasted 20 minutes of my time watching <laughs> these racist Japanese stereotypes <laughs> plot, plot vengeance against America. And so I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. And then I watched a Superman short, a cartoon one from the 40s. It was cool, but nothing really special about it. It was just kind of a very 40s Superman story. Uh-huh. But then... Mm. I found Batman, or Superman, Volume 1, Issue Number 76. Can you guess, Corey, why this issue is so important? No. It's because it's the first ever team-up in comics of Batman and Superman. Oh, no way! Yes way! That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's the story is not what you think
0: it's going to be. <laughs> okay, lay it on. <laughs> but what's interesting is it's not the first time they ever teamed up in any media, the first time they teamed up was in Superman's radio uh, serial from the 40s. Wow. Oh, I didn't and sometimes know sometimes they would have Batman come in and replace Superman, and the guy who played Superman wanted to go on vacation. Oh, that's
1: funny. Yeah.
2: Um, so. So, so this is what the new movie is based on, right? This issue?
1: Exactly. This exact issue. <laughs> this is the dawn of justice. This is the dawn of justice.
2: Awesome. Let's and, hear it.
0: It's called Superman Double Feature. Batman, the world's greatest detective joining force with the man who's going to become the mightiest team on Earth. Down <laughs> and there's on the cover like a burning building and lois lane is um she's like about to fall off and superman is, lois is in danger this looks like a job for superman and batman's like no this is a job for batman you're like oh maybe this is gonna be like so it starts off um they kind of give you this backstory just like not a backstory but just like Well, Batman, Robin, or Metropolis... Or not Metropolis, Gotham fighting crime. Superman is in Metropolis fighting crime. But Bruce Wayne, after he apprehends a criminal, is like, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to take a cruise. And it cuts to Clark Kent. He's talking to Lois Lane. He's like... Yeah, man, I, I I need a week off. I'm just going to take a vacation. I'm going on a cruise. <laughs> and lo and behold, guess who are on the same cruise together?
1: Batman and Superman. Oh, my goodness. I That's can't wait to see best. this on the big screen on Thursday night. Right? Me either.
0: <laughs> so they get aboard the ship, and, and Clark Kent's like, I'm so happy <laughs> I have my own cabin to myself. But he gets there. And the, and the whole trip is booked, so he has to share a room with Bruce oh, Wayne. <laughs> I am not even kidding. It's is this like... the best
2: thing they could think of to introduce these two to each other? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Billionaire Playboy can't get his own cabin. Yeah, seriously. But uh, newspaper reporter Clark Kent could. So um, they're getting acquainted. He's like... Oh, how am I going to, how, so they have this conundrum beginning, they're like, they're they're having these things, that they're talking, and then they have thought bubbles, kind of showing their thoughts, and they're talking about, oh, it's nice to meet you, and they're like, you'll get along well, and then Batman's like, I hope he doesn't know I'm Batman, and then Clark Kent's like, I hope he doesn't know I'm Superman, so he's like, oh, what's going to happen next? And then some dude starts shooting bullets at a gas tank, it blows up. So, they see this happening from their cruise ship, and they're like, we gotta spring into action! And so they spring to action, because all of a sudden, uh, they, they, uh, they turn the lights off. He's like, Batman's like, oh, I'm not feeling well, so I'm just going to turn the lights off. And, Batman, and Superman's like, yeah, you should do that. <laughs> and then the lights turn off, and a light from the fire comes through the uh, the cabin window, and then they realize their secret identity. He's like, oh, Batman, my God. Batman's like, you're Superman. <laughs> Superman's like, you're Batman. He's like, well,
1: no time for talking. we got to save everybody. I am looking at this right now as Dan talks about it, and it's just dumb. <laughs>
2: I've seen the panel before. It's brilliant.
1: And then so they swing into action,
0: and Superman, um, he, like, lifts the truck up as it's burning. And this is on swings. the boat? What? There's a
2: truck on the boat?
0: It's, like, on the dock. They haven't left it. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and so he saves uh, – ba- Batman saves Lois Lane, so Lois Lane's like, oh, you're not Superman, you're Batman. And then, uh, so they're like, "Oh yes, yeah, we Batman saved her life," and she's like, "Cool." And then, uh, so, but they didn't find the guy who shot the place up, but he didn't leave. So they find out he's on the on the cruise ship. They don't know how, so they kind of like figure out they're gonna find him. But they're like, "Oh God, people! Batman, and Superman, are around, so we need to get back to the room quickly." And then, so, um, they dart back into the room, and uh, Lois Lane comes in, and Superman uh, is faking that he's sick, and Bruce Wayne is like. Oh, he's gonna be okay. Don't worry. We missed the whole Kerfluffle, <laughs> um, and so they have a conversation on the deck. They're ba- they're back in costume again, and so they're trying to figure out how to investigate um, the 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 guy who shot the the oil tanker because Lois Lane found a way to get onto the boat because she's like, oh, I took a week off and they just said I could be on this ship because why not? Classic. And mm-hmm. so. Superman and Batman devise a plan to keep Lois distracted, and um, Batman or Superman says to Batman, "I just saw a way to keep Lois out of my hair. If you could pay attention to her, make her think you're falling for her, and pretend to be and I pretend to be jealous, she'd be too occupied for amateur detective work." And Batman's like, "Sounds good to me." And Lois Lane's like, "Oh, you think you're gonna do that? Mm-mm, that ain't happening." So what she does is she starts like hitting on Batman mega hardcore. And Superman starts getting jealous for real. And, um, so, like, basically it becomes kind of this, like, dick-measuring contest, like Superman and Batman have to, like, out-impress <laughs> each other for Lois Lane. And it's almost like the episode, the three-part episode World's Finest for Batman, there's Superman the Animated Series when Batman shows up for the first time. Hmm. And, uh, so, uh, Superman picks up the cruise ship, and, like, <laughs> look, and looks inside with his X-ray vision, but he can't, he can't find this guy, or the diamonds that were apparently stolen. So, he puts it down. And they, they're kind of conferring, like, oh, this guy's an, an engineer of some sort, blah, 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 you know, boring crap, I don't care. And so Batman goes to investigate, and he, the guy's like, oh, I'm an engineer doing this, blah, 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 working with electronic, or, like, electrical wires. And Batman's like, you you have leather soles in your shoes. An electrical engineer would have rubber soles, because he's Batman, mm, he knows nice. that kind of stuff. And so... Lois Lane's like, yeah, they're holding a dance tonight, Batman. You should take me and show off some acrobats. And Batman's like, yeah, okay. And so he does some cool, like, jumping crap in the air. And Superman's like, oh, watch this. He flies out, picks up an iceberg, and juggles it in front of the audience. (laughs) That's
1: awesome.
0: And then, then, like, Lois Lane's super impressed by Batman. But then with Superman, she's like, Oh, yeah, but he's so corny, I guess. (laughs) I'll polish my nails, like, instead of, like, paying attention to Superman. Um, But then they're like, oh, we were too busy, you know, having a dick measuring contest. We don't know where the guy went, who we're looking for. So the guy reveals, they show a panel revealing he's, uh, he has a helicopter coming for him. He's going to take a hostage. Who is he going to take hostage? But Lois Lois Lane. Lane. Lois Lane, of course. And so uh, the turbines start failing on the ship. The ship starts to, like, it's get hit by a storm, it's not moving. So Superman and Batman got to work together as a team. Stop, you know, trying to, you know, be macho douchebags and actually be superheroes. So Superman needs to hold the ship from being turned over by the storm. But, but Batman can't, his grappling hook can't reach the, the helicopter. So Superman throws Batman. Oh. And he, <laughs> he, and he, and he like lands on the helicopter. God damn it, Batman. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, shoot him! And the guy's like, I can't shoot him. So Batman goes to the cockpit and just kicks the shit out of everybody. And then, um... So they're at the port, and then they're like, oh, we still... So the thing with this comic is there's not any, like, on violence in the panels. It's, like, very... Just, like, all the violence is off screen and implied. Mm -hmm. And so it's always, like, later. And then they have, like, the guys apprehended the, the criminals. And so Superman... Or Batman figured out that the bullets were... The reason why Superman couldn't find the diamonds because they were inside the bullets of the gun, and the what? bullets were lead. And so that's why, Bat- that's why they didn't shoot at Batman, because like, they uh, have the diamonds in there not the... Oh, yeah.
1: that's kind of cool. Yeah.
0: And so um, they're both like, all right, Superman, Batman, we've got to leave this cruise now because we've solved the mystery. And they're like, well, but how are they going to know that like Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne were here? So what they do is... Um, uh, Clark Kent is like, oh, the next day he's like, oh yeah, I feel better, and Bruce Wayne's like, yeah, you know, like, he's, he's doing better, and they're like, but how, but they gotta figure out how are they gonna not, like, have their identities revealed, so what they do is, Superman super quickly flies Batman back to Gotham, and he has him stand on top of a building, and they're like, oh shit, Batman's here, and then, um, to do, to get Superman to look like he wasn't there on the cruise ship, he, like, greets the, the, they have. They he flies back to um, the port and he is uh, like just standing there, like, "Oh, welcome back, everybody! I'm glad you're all safe." And so, but Clark Kent comes off the the boat with Lois. So how did that happen? Bruce Wayne disguised himself as Clark Kent. Oh my God! <laughs> and they're like, "All right, well then." They're like, "Oh man, we got one of us has to ask uh, Lois to dinner. Who, who's it going to be?" And they're like, "So they like take their costumes off. They're in their costumes of Batman and Superman." And Lois is like, so Lois, you want to come to date She's like, no, I got a date. She's she's going with Robin. And that's the end.
2: Oh, my God. And she
1: says, isn't he the cutest little little chap? Oh, that's (laughs) great. And that's a spider crime. (laughs) That's such a spider crime. Uh,
2: Okay, wait. Is that still canon? Is that still their
0: first meeting? That's their first time. I think their first meeting.
1: Well, I mean, the new 52 kind of. Well, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they could graze the area, but that's technically it. In
0: comic book history. No? I'm
1: surprised nobody's talked about that with Donald Justice coming up. Yeah. There you have it. We got the scoop. <whistles> nice job, Dan. Thanks. Good research. <laughs> that was so what fun. happened
0: was, I was like, Seraphini, find this for me. He's just like, I couldn't find it. He was like, I can't find it either. So, that's. Then, then I found it on Comixology for 199
1: Oh, yeah, nice. Comixology's yeah. nice. It is nice. Um, Spider Grime, right, Matt? It's-
0: uh, yeah, definitely. I think it's so funny. What
1: year is that? Fifty-two.
0: Fifty-two. Okay.
1: Fifty-two. New fifty-two. Oh, new
0: 52. Illuminati. Illuminati. <laughs> no, it, I thought it was really funny, <laughs> and honestly, I kind of like it in the sense that it's very of its time. It's very like just like golden age comedy. Oh yeah. Like it's so like whimsical. Like and if just, they were gonna meet in yeah, fifty-two, that's how. That's it how they happen. would do it. And it's very fun and just like <laughs> on a cruise ship. Yeah. But so stupid. <laughs>
1: And Robin, Robin's I was laughing. I was
0: honestly laughing every every page I was reading. Something genuinely <sighs> funny happened, but like because it's so dumb. Yeah, like, and it's lighthearted. Like it's yeah, got that spirit. It's like to sixty it. years old. So yeah. That's why I thought it was funny. You know.
1: I have fifty three spider crimes this week. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But I'm not going to talk about all of them because two weeks ago, uh, mm-hmm. I read every issue of X Men: Age of Apocalypse. I think. It got to the point where I had to read nine a day because I was doing a podcast on ComicsVerse.com, your place for in-depth comic book analysis and theory. Hey. Uh, (laughs) You can check it out when it's up there soon. I think it's going to be up in about two weeks, but Age of Apocalypse is an awesome story and a terrible read. It was almost no fun to read at all, and I might be clouded by the fact that I had to read nine issues a day, But it was written in the middle of the 90s. It had that really bombastic art where everybody had abs. Women's breasts were just outrageous and took up half the page. But it was also that – Cyclops has a really big dick. Yeah, he does, dude. It's awesome. Cyclops is the man. (laughs) But it was also written at the period of time when, like, characters had to think out loud, like, on the page – so it's Cyclops is going to shoot something. He goes, "Oh, I need to shoot this with my eyes." And you have every that's character it doing that, is. and it makes every page so wordy. It's constant.
2: Yeah, that's how it all is from the seventies. That's how all the old Spider Crimes I, are.
1: It, I hate it. And I, it <laughs> took me rough. so long. Normally, non-comics, I don't know, might take me like forty minutes, something like that. Yeah, like dude. 15 I was minutes per I issue. was sitting there for like three hours reading these <laughs> comics. It was, and uh, so many of them were giant-sized specials, and I would look at them and be like, I am going to kill myself.
2: Welcome to my world, Corey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a really cool story, though. A lot of people don't know it. It starts out and Xavier's son, um, who is also a mutant and has powers, kind of goes crazy. And he's about to kill Magneto because he thinks that's what his father wants. That's what Xavier wants. And Xavier jumps in front of the bullet and he dies and it just spawns this alternate reality where without Xavier uh, Apocalypse rose to power and Bishop is the only one that remembers the world the way it was and then from there there were like eight different miniseries that replaced all the X-Men titles and it was really cool because back then I guess they didn't tell anybody it was happening just all of a sudden the X-Men were all dead and this was the new universe so people were like oh my god this is how the X-Men are going to be forever when really it was only just a couple months that's pretty cool It was pretty cool, and like all this shit happens. All the characters are doing different things. Magneto's leading the X-Men, and he has a child with Rogue. There's like an awesome love triangle with Gambit and all this stuff. And in the end, the world goes back to the way it was, and they defeat Apocalypse. Um, I'm only going to briefly touch on what I thought was the coolest story. Cyclops is a bad guy, and he's working for Mr. Sinister, who works right for Apocalypse. And Mr. Sinister adopted Cyclops and his brother. And Cyclops is a badass, he's got long hair that covers one of his eyes. Oh. And then and then like <laughs> him and his brother are in charge of like wrangling all the humans that are kept in captivity. Yes, Daniel? Doesn't
0: uh, Cyclops become one of the like the apocalypse people in it? No, he oh, doesn't. Yeah.
1: No. Maybe but, later on well, in another four, thing, but four the four horsemen, horsemen yeah. yeah. The four horsemen are nuts in this one. Yeah. But uh it was awesome because of just Cyclops and his brother vying for like the attention of Mr. Sinister as this father figure. And then in the end, Jean Grey comes in, and then her and Cyclops betray them, and they save all the humans, blah, blah, blah. But the whole story was full of things like that. Like, Wolverine's, like, feral, and he's not really in it much, but Sabretooth is a good guy. And you know who the coolest character in the entire thing was that I had never read before?
2: Oscar Isaac.
1: <laughs> Second to Oscar Isaac. His name is Morph. Morph. Do you remember him from any cartoons or anything?
0: No. He changed
1: He could just morph into different things. Like all of a sudden it cuts down to underground and it's the rabbit from Alice in Wonderland singing the song I'm late, I'm late from a very important date. But it's morph and he's going to like fight a bad guy.
0: Is he gonna be in the movie, do you know?
1: I doubt it. He looks so goofy on screen. Which brings me to another point, is that the apocalypse film is going to be so different. It's not I mean like Apocalypse is in it, but it's nothing like the comic.
2: Maybe you it'll be a different story of him.
1: The yeah, they're story. just using the character, and they're not—they're not saying that it is. But even reading this, I'm like, there's no way anybody could ever do this on screen. Does
0: it take place in the '80s of the movies anyway? So yeah, yeah.
1: and we'll see how it makes sense because like Days of Future Past affected the time stream. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But that's I mean, it, are we
2: sure that it's Age of Apocalypse they're doing, or is it just maybe another story with apocalypse?
1: It's just apocalypse. They're just yeah. calling it apocalypse, and I've read there's a more current Apocalypse story that I think they might be doing because in the movie, two of the horsemen are Psylocke and Angel. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years ago, they did an X-Force run where Angel turned into Apocalypse. Oh, mm. And there was in, at the time, he was dating Psylocke and they had this awesome relationship and she has to kill him in the end. It's mm. really sad, like that in and of itself. But right before she kills him, spoiler alert for X-Force, I guess, I'm sorry, a couple years ago, but right before she kills him, it devotes a page to flashing in their minds what their life could have been. And it shows them having kids and growing old together. And it was the saddest fucking yeah. thing I have ever read almost in any X-book. So I hope we get something yeah. like that in the movie. Yeah,
0: cool. I can see them doing that. Brian Singer is the kind of filmmaker he likes to explore that kind he of thing. He does, film. yeah. I have liked all of Singer's X-Men movies so far. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then Matthew Vaughn's one X-Men movie. So if like, you let those two make an ba- ba- X-Men movie and not uh, Brett Radner, You know? Oh it turns yeah. turns out
1: pretty well. I like the X Men movies. I don't love any of them though. They're always like there's something that just quite misses it with them every time. I, I'm in the mode where I love X two and I love first
0: class but I really like Futures Pass. Then, I, I would say
1: I really like all three of yeah. those.
0: And then I then I uh like the first X Men but it's like kind of dated. Like, yeah. It like they really did like everything that's good about X one is way better in X two. So
1: I just wish they would make An ex-movie where Cyclops is the leader, Mm -hmm. Xavier's ordering them around, they're in yellow suits, like Negasonic Teenage Warhead was in Deadpool. Like, she looked great. Mm -hmm. On that note, we never really talked about Deadpool, but the one thing I – Matt, did you see Deadpool? Of course. Yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't. That's right. You didn't. Yeah, but you guys can talk about it. The one thing I didn't like about that movie was Colossus. Why not? I just thought he was kind of goofy. I don't know if the, it was the CGI or maybe the fact that he was metal the entire time. I mean, there were some good jokes, but that was the only thing I didn't really care for. I think uh, Colossus is super badass in X Two. Whenever he like
0: they had that uh, raid of the uh, Xavier Institute, and, like yes. some military dude comes, in, he just like changes shape, and, like punches a dude in the face. It's so badass. Dude, that is an
1: awesome scene. That scene's so good. Like we, well, should, we should do an X. Ex- well, I said we could do an X2 episode, but we should probably do X3. Yeah, oh yeah. I, you remember know, if you watched that again? Hey,
2: really. 4K no last dose.
1: Let, let me just tell you because it's really good. Let me tell <laughs> you. Most of the time we talk about questionably bad right. films. Let me tell you about X3 though.
0: Is that when I was a kid, there was like only three movies I remember distinctly not liking as a kid. I used to like every single movie I saw. The first was Attack of the Clones. Um, The second was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory
1: I liked that one I
0: I think I walked in 20 minutes late I remember to theater So that might have not helped I remember just like not being crazy about it But like when I was a kid I loved every movie I saw And those three were like Then this
1: third one was X3 I hated X3 when I saw it We should do an X-Men movie episode Leading up to Apocalypse Oh we should Yeah just like all of them We could all talk about our favorite X-Men movie Nice idea, Dan.
0: Thanks. Because see, the thing is, I like our episodes where were more positive than we are negative. Yeah, because it's, like, it's fun. Like I enjoy. Like I ultimately love like these like things because they're just so goofy. But like not because I'm like, oh man, I, I know better than these writers. The yeah, it's right. More, like like it's so fun to see how comics
1: like were, you know, and like how like especially was. like Apocalypse was fun because it was only like 20 years ago that mm. comics were in this point, and it yeah. was a point when Marvel almost like went bankrupt. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of people think it was like an allegory for Marvel itself. hmm mm. But anyway, that's Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. I recommend it somewhat. It's a cool story, but it's not that much fun you to should, read. You should point out, like, you should probably, like, when you get a chance, like, pick out, like, the issues you thought were really
0: good. Because we read, like, we, like, know, like, basically what happened. So, like, we just, like, read. Yeah, that's true. Like, the there's a couple different.
1: great stories mixed yeah. in there, like the Cyclops one and mm-hmm. things like that. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, sooner or later, you know, I'm going to get to the Clone Saga.
1: Oh, oh God. No. <laughs> we're
2: going to do the Clone Saga. That's going to happen eventually. I don't Can know I do when. the Ultimate Clone Saga? Yeah, you can do the Ultimate Clone Saga. That one's so good.
1: It's great. That was. Like it's like six
2: issue issues.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank God. The original Clone Saga
2: is like it's basically the Age of Apocalypse, but just Spider-Man.
1: Good luck. I can't wait. Well, folks, I think that's all the time we have today. As always, I urge you to find us online. Let us know what you think. I don't know. Recommend some comics. Until then, yeah. I'm. Until then, I'm Corey. I'm Dan. And I'm Matt. Excelsior.
2: True believers. And enjoy Batman vs. Superman.
0: Woohoo! Yep. Are you serious?
2: Spider crimes, spider crimes. Reading comic books all the time. Are they good? You decide. When you listen to spider crimes. Hey there, where? These are the spider crimes. Ooh. Mm-hmm.